Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Plugged In with Diane Warren. We are very pleased to be plugging in today with special guest Nida Doherty, with whom we will be discussing creative writing at Good Learning Anywhere, as well as special bonus guests that we are welcoming, two of Good Learning Anywhere's learners and very talented creative writers, Wanda Naganosh and Carmel Spence. This podcast is produced by the team at Good Learning Anywhere. Our theme music is by bensound.com, and we are your hosts, Diane Altinbalek and Warren Butler. Hey, Warren, how are you today? I'm doing good, Di. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing great. Had a wonderful weekend with the kids and uh, a good start to the week so far. And uh, I got my COVID booster. Oh, wow. Good for you. Yeah. A little bit of a sore arm. Nothing like the uh, side effects from the uh, second dose. And uh, I'm feeling good and I'm uh, relieved it's done. (laughs) Ah, good for you. I can see there's a smile on your face just through your voice. Yeah, I am definitely smiling. I've got lots of smile about it. It's almost the holiday season. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, I'm here in Toronto and uh, you can really feel the Christmas seasons upon us right now. Um, everyone's got their lights up. People are out. Uh, everyone seems to be in a really good mood. There's been lots of family visits and everyone doing the tours to catch up with the family and friends. It's uh it's really neat. I, I really sense that uh, we're on a good path right now. That's awesome. How's the snow situation there? It hasn't stopped snowing for a couple <laughs> of days, <laughs> which is okay. I don't mind it, but uh, I don't know about some of the drivers in Toronto. It's uh, it's a bit of an experience <laughs> for them, but uh, we're getting through it. Yeah, it's funny. My in-laws live in Stouffville. And they're always reluctant to come up and visit us here in Thunder Bay in the wintertime because it's a lot of snow. They're not used to driving in it. It's a bit colder. And we've got nothing for snow, which is really unusual for this season. And they were dumped on. It looks from the pictures that uh, they've sent, it looks like they've got six inches to a foot of snow. And it's hilarious. So now we're. It looks really nice. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's it's beautiful in their area, but. I don't think the beauty makes up for the difficulty that they're having dealing with it. So now we're, uh, we're teasing them a little bit and telling them, you know, uh, doesn't seem so bad an idea to come and visit Thunder Bay in the winter anymore. Does it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I am really, really excited about today's topic. So uh, as I said, we've got with us Nida. She is Good Learning Anywhere's own creative writing instructor, and she instructs a number of other things too, but we're going to be focusing on the creative writing today. Uh, Nida, how are you doing? Uh, Hi, Warren and Diane. Um, I'm doing just great. Thank you for having me on your program. Yeah, we're really excited to have you here. So tell us a bit about your role at Good Learning Anywhere and tell us a bit about the wonderful guests that you've brought with you today. Yeah, okay. Well, yes, uh, like a couple of your other guests uh, that you've had on your program, I'm a mentor instructor with Good Learning Anywhere. And um, over my 11 plus years of working with Good Learning Anywhere, 
I have maybe mentored over a thousand learners, I think. <laughs> Supporting adult learners with uh, their learning has always been quite rewarding for me, especially those learners who let you know that they've gone on for further education or that they may have uh, finally have the confidence to start a new job or that they have overcome some blocks in their lives that have stopped them from moving forward. These are always the, the best parts of being a mentor with good learning anywhere. But as an instructor, I mainly teach the creative writing classes. I teach other courses as well, uh, as you know. But for me, the, it is the live uh, creative writing courses that are such a thrill to instruct. And there are now a number of creative writing classes that we offer. We offer um, ready, set, write, uh, so you think you can write, spoken word, and now the newly launched three-part write your story class. That's amazing. I remember that early on when I came here, I had actually taken on teaching one of the original creative writing classes uh, intermittently. And just the evolution that we've seen with this whole creative writing series has been really, really amazing. And seeing some of the writing that has come from the learners out of those classes has just been incredible. Yes. Uh, yeah, we've had um, special reading events where uh, kind of like a creative reading or writing session, uh, sharing session when we've had the GLA staff present and learners have read their work to them, and they've always been successful and well-received and much appreciated by the learners. So, Yeah, I remember the slam poetry sessions were pretty special. Those were yeah. amazing, too. Yeah, but it is because of the creative writing classes that we have our two special guests today, uh, Wanda uh, Noganush and uh, Carmel Spence, two learners that have taken creative uh, writing, and they'll be sharing a couple of their creative writing pieces. So uh, just to briefly introduce yourself. Uh, Wanda, do you want to just tell us where you give out your, your name? Let us hear your voice. Tell us where you're from. Okay, my name is Wanda Naganash, and I'm from Magnetowan First Nation, and I, I write poetry mostly. Yes, lovely poetry. <laughs> and uh, Carmel. Hi, Carmel. Nice to you. Hi, Nida. How are you yeah. today? My yeah. name is Carmel Spence, and I'm, I live at, in Webwood, Ontario. And uh, I'm not much of a poetry writer. I have written some, but I, I like writing stories. Yes, and they're great stories. And we can look forward to both Wanda and Carmel reading some of their, their writing in this session. We are very, very excited about that for sure. I want to just thank Nida for inviting Wanda and Carmel. And I know when we record podcasts, it's very easy. Everyone can get a little nervous and we're a little unsure about what's going on. And, I, you know, I got to give a, a big shout out to Carmel and Wanda for, for just being brave enough to, to come out and, you know, being, you know, willing and, and open enough to share, share your writing. It's, uh, it's not an easy thing to do, but I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for, for doing that. Um, I know it's not easy, but uh it's a pretty neat experience. So I hope you guys uh, enjoy today's uh, session with us. Thank you. Yeah, I second that. And thank you very much. We're very, very excited to hear some of your pieces a little bit later on uh, in the podcast today. So we have a few more questions before we get to that point, though. Nida, creative writing at Good Learning Anywhere has hit a bit of a milestone this year. Can you tell <laughs> yes. us about that? Yes. Well, I feel very fortunate having been able to teach uh, such an uplifting <laughs> course as creative writing and listening to the stories and writing of our adult learners. 
And I've been able to do this for now a number of years. Uh, so yes, we just passed our 10th year of uh, creative writing with uh, Good Learning Anywhere. And I believe that over the years, we've had a couple of hundred learners take creative writing. Uh, they've always been very popular courses. So in order to commemorate a milestone of 10 years of creative writing, uh, GLA decided to put together an online book, a magazine actually, uh, of the learner's writing. So I was assigned with a difficult <laughs> but wonderful task of narrowing down 12 writers who might be included in that magazine. Linda Harvey Ryu, who is another uh, mentor instructor with GLA, had some background in creating an online book. And Linda also has a wonderful sense of design. So I worked closely with Linda in putting the book together, and we used a template that is offered uh, through an online publishing magazine called Issue. And, and Warren, Warren here, uh, added the GLA brand to the final publication. So we have a very professional looking magazine to commemorate the 10th anniversary of uh, GLA's creative writing. And as I said, there have been many great writers that I've heard over the years and narrowing it down to those 12 uh, really took something. So you can imagine that that book is full of great writing. But all of the contributing learners uh, that were in that book, they're also thrilled to see their writing in a professional looking magazine. So that was a kind of like a bonus as well. <laughs> That's amazing. And at the end of the podcast, we are going to ask you where they can find that. We're not going to ask you right now, just uh, so the information doesn't get buried here. It'll be fresher in people's mind and they'll be actually have a little bit of warning, be able to write that down so they can go ahead and check that out. So our next question, um, Nida, is how do you feel the creative writing process benefits our learners? So as uh, many people know, Good Learning Anywhere is primarily a literacy and basic skills. Uh, we get the word school thrown around a lot amongst our learners and so forth. And it definitely has that formal educational sort of feel to it at times. And then we introduce these courses like creative writing. So we're wondering, how do you feel creative writing benefits the learners? Well, that's about the changing environment, really, that we are uh, teaching in uh, these days. But uh, I guess, first of all, I just want to kind of, you know, define the uh, GLA learners, adult learners that come uh, to our to the creative writing. You know, some of our learners, some of our learners have left school and uh, joined the workforce early and now are looking for a more education, let's say. Some have changed, uh, want to change their career. So they are needing some upgrading. They, we have quite a also a very wide age range and experience range uh, that come to GLA. And consequently, all sorts of people have been enrolled in the creative writing class. Uh, it's usually thought of in a sense as something that people would take as an option, not as a necessity. Creative writing is the kind of course that is open to all learners, right? So some people come to creative writing because they recognize they have a talent or ability uh, to write, like Carmel. Uh, they've been writing on and off for some years and have journals and that they've been doing. Um, and um, they see the creative writing as a way to get their writing heard finally, or maybe even published, right? Um, some learners come to the classes because they've written very little. 
but something inside them wants to experience that inner voice that they have. Um, and how that voice comes out in the class is always kind of interesting. Sometimes it just starts with uh, people listening. They just listen to what other people have written and then maybe they offer a couple of sentences and then it grows from there. And that is always kind of exciting to see or listen to. Um, but from my side as an instructor, I think the real benefit of uh, the creative writing classes to the adult learner is to install a sense of confidence in their own voice and to enable them to speak up. For a number of our learners, they don't have that confidence. They often come from the margins and they feel their voice isn't valued or that they don't have anything to say. Uh, I like to think I give them that in the creative writing classes. I give them a sense of voice. So those are the kind of things that I think where creative writing really benefits our adult learners. Yeah, I think that the uh, instilling of confidence is definitely very, very important. And that actually transfers to other aspects of their lives as well. Building up the confidence through your creativity to express yourself and have your voice heard, that's going to give you what you need to express yourself in a number of different avenues, like uh, interacting with your family or interpersonally in your community, or it's even going to give you an edge when it comes to job interviews and so forth too. So that's that confidence building yes. aspect of it is definitely so, so important. Yes. Yeah. I also like with the, with the classes that you've been running, Nida, you know, it's, it's typically a small group setting. And, and what I think really works well is that I think learners are learning from each other, right? Like they're feeling confident and they're like, wow, you know what, if, if that person can do it, I, I can do this too. And like, and they, and I think that just kind of builds some momentum and, and, and people just really start to start to grow that way. I think that's really neat. It's, uh, yes. you know, the online world can kind of seem maybe a little cold and a little distant, but I think Nadia, you do such a really good job of bringing everyone together and making sure it's a safe place and, and people feel comfortable, you know, that they can share their writing, whatever it might be, if it's poems or stories or um, slam poetry, whatever it is, you know, everyone has that, uh, that opportunity, which is really, really special. Yeah. I, I like to thank in the creative writing classes that um, there's a sense of um, connectedness and it's an energy that just seems to come to the class very quickly, uh, where people start to feel calm, confident, uh, relaxed, and that they can share. And uh, and that inner voice seems to just come out of that. So uh, it's a kind of special environment for sure, a very intimate, special environment where people feel they can talk to each other and that they can share their voices together. And, and it's always a surprise to me that that happens. So this is a little follow-up question. Um, do you feel that creative writing and other creative endeavors can help us in the workforce? <laughs> That's a great question, Diane. <laughs> I'm so happy to answer this. Uh, there is just so much, especially today. And now more than ever, people need to work together in the workplace. I think you will agree with that. That has changed. That has changed from being, you know, dictating what happens in the workforce to people contributing 
workers contributing to what happens in the workforce. So there's a lot more of sharing ideas and letting others know where uh, they're at in the work working environment. And you need to be kind of flexible and nimble. We've had that word thrown around uh, to be able, uh, and uh, so to be able to express yourself in the workplace today is important in part of making a healthy working environment. That's one thing. Also, there are many voices right now impacting what that workforce looks like with the ideas of inclusion and diversity and environmental concerns, other ethical concerns. Creative writing encourages people to kind of raise their voices to be part, uh, an important part of these issues and to contribute to the kind of workforce that we, that we want to see. And um, so in that way, creative writing, uh, expressing yourself creatively has an important part to play. Uh, as an independent enterprise, just as being a creative writer um, like Wanda and uh, Carmel, and it's really exciting to place to be right now if you're a creative writer or into creative writing. Over the last uh, 10 years, there's been just so much development in terms of being able to express yourself creatively on the uh, uh, internet or new technologies uh, front. There are, there's not only all those social media platforms, right, You to get your voice out there. There are now a multitude of ways of writing your work and all sorts of support. There are like online magazine publishing companies like The Issue, that where the GLA um, Creative Writing 10th Anniversary <laughs> magazine is published. Uh, and both Wanda and Carmel are in that uh, Creative Writing magazine, right? Um, but there are also like many templates for online um, uh, zine magazines. Uh, and there's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, where you can have your own followers. There's also, you can create and sell your own book on Amazon Publishing, which is, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, and it is so, it is wonderful to see creative writing so vibrant uh, with so many possibilities these days. Mm -hmm. And there's other types of fields and so forth where the skills sort of come into play, even when you're not really thinking about how they do too. So if you're in a workplace where you participate in different sorts of projects, like, outreach or marketing or something like that. Maybe there is a social media aspect where you need to create some content and being able to sort of think flexibly, uh, write persuasively or in a way that might be emotionally evocative and so forth. Those sorts of skills definitely play into places that we definitely take for granted as having a sort of creative element. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, there's all, all sorts of areas. I think in the creative writing courses, you become more sensitive to language, the use of language, to your voice, how your voice is uh, projected. Uh, so you just become more aware of that. You become more that, that, you know, it's not something to be taken for granted. These uh, writing, every word, uh, every in intonation of your voice has an effect, has an impact. So. And not just that, but I think it also impacts how we listen to other people too. I think that people who can express themselves creatively can sort of make themselves understood in a different way. And that sort of helps foster good communication in the workplace yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which I said, you know, leads to a more healthy working environment right? Uh, the speaking and listening part of it. 
Absolutely. So Nida, we've really, really loved hearing from you so far, but we are really, really yes. hyped up to hear from, from our other guests as well. Yes. So um, I'm going to ask uh, Carmel first, uh, what made you want to try out creative writing? Well, I never really thought about creative writing when I was younger until I came to Cambrian campus here at Espanola. And uh, I have written a few things long, many, many years ago, but never really thought about it. But uh, I've written quite a few pieces and uh, my teacher and Nida always tells me, hey, you got ways with words. So um, I value their input on what I write. And so I decided that's what I want to do is write stories. That's awesome. It's really, really nice to hear that NIDA had such a positive impact on uh, on you in uh, determining that natural talent that you have. Uh, so Wanda, what made you want to try creative writing? Well, I needed the practice to speak because I can write, but it was always something that uh, NIDA and I worked on was just to refocus sometimes on what I was uh, writing about. And but being able to present it in the group uh, when we talked about our, our poems and our writings, that was really, really good for me. So I learned how to speak a little bit better, how to uh, make sure that when I did say something, I emphasized the right points. That is amazing to hear. Now, Wanda, you're no longer a learner with Good Learning Anywhere. Is that correct? Yes, I'm working part time as a librarian, so I got a good job that I really like. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. And do you feel that what you've learned through these creative writing courses has impact your uh, your job now? Yeah, it does. I've, I look at programming now, like we set up programs for community members, and I can see now where I can actually uh, put a little bit more in and figure out how they can use the program a little bit more effectively. So, and also when I'm looking for books for people to read, I really look at what they want to do and what they really want to read. That is really, really great to hear. Um, we love that this has had uh, a real world positive impact on your life. Now, I understand that both of you have brought a couple of pieces to read for us. Why don't we start with Carmel? You can read one of your stories. Okay. Uh, the story well, was about a little boy named Lincoln, and he lives across the street from, from where I live. So anyways, the teacher had asked me to write something. So this is what I came up with. Lincoln is just Lincoln. There are a few little ones living on Mary Street, but there's only one who stands out amongst the others. He's not very, he's not very old, but boy, can he make a lot of noise. After all, he's only perhaps three or four years of age. His height isn't tall, but he sure is a little daredevil, destructive you might even say. Every morning as I sit on my front porch or perhaps working in my flower bed, I watch Lincoln ride his bike up and down our street. And every day I hear his mother holler, watch the cars, Lincoln, get off the road, Lincoln, or get in this yard, Lincoln. But Lincoln has a bit of a hearing problem, even though he has perfect hearing, if you get my drift. He never, he never watches for the cars, he just rides up and down the street, he even goes through puddles of water after it rains. 
But Lincoln is just Lincoln, free as a bird. Nothing disrupts his days. It's like he's in a world of his own. He's very smart and can talk your head off, but perfect in every which way. Lincoln is just plain Lincoln. Every day he yells over at me and he'll ask me how I'm doing and I, yourself, and he just says, thank you, fine, thank you. He sometimes has a playmate that comes over his place and both ride their bikes and make sounds like a truck. Up and down that street he goes and just goes with not a care in the world. He could be here one minute and gone the next. And he never answers when his mother yells out to him. For you see, Lincoln is just Lincoln, carefree like a bird. Sometimes he'll come over just to see what I'm doing. Mumbles something and leaves as quietly as he came. He loves riding on a four-wheeler with his mother and older brother and then cries because he doesn't want to get off. That's just Lincoln free as the bird. It doesn't take much to get him mad. Boy, his temper is as real as real can be. And when he needs to go to the bathroom, he'll just turn around and relieve himself. That's just Lincoln free as a bird. It's just like watching a gold train here one minute and gone the next. Lincoln will always be Lincoln on Mary Street. Thank you wow. so much, Carmel. Wow, excellent job. That was really good. And you know, when you when you were um, reading your story, I was trying to think, I was like, I think everyone probably knows a Lincoln. I think everyone can probably say, you know what? Yeah, there was a Lincoln on my street. I've got one on our street here too, which is uh, which is great, which is neat. It's just something I think that maybe everyone could relate to, right? Great story. Thank you. Excellent. Wanda, did you want to read one of your poems? Sure. Um, I actually had two, but the one that I want to talk about is my sisters and I, we were together and our father had just died and our mother was still alive. So I said, well, you know what's going to happen? We're going to become orphans if our mother dies. <laughs> so, and we all looked at each other and went, yeah, that's true. So I, that's what I wrote about. I said, we are orphaned by death, lost among the living. Even our family is swept away and no longer giving a helping hand. And yet we call silently to each other. I love each one with smiles, gestures of touch and steadfastness. A light that is seen over miles, I know I'm alive, but a mess of emotions haunt my days and sometimes an abyss forms at my feet. I'm real, in the now, holding on to the feel of the other hand, how their strength flows inward on my breath, freshening my mind and feelings, seeing. I have a love for my family. I learn to love myself. Not speaking is my enemy, and the expression will help to untangle my emotions, reaching out to the one who is left, and knowing I'm still loved, even now. I am never alone, even though I sometimes feel I am. I only have to reach out my hand to you, and you are there. I love you. Thank you, Wanda. That's really moving. Wanda, you just have such a, a lovely voice. Uh, I mean, honestly, every time I hear that voice, uh, I just feel that somehow really touches my heart. 
Um, so I, I, I hope that you get to speak more. You have a lovely voice and I'm always glad to hear it. So <laughs> thank you for reading that lovely poem. Thank you. Not, not just your physical voice either, the voice that you bring forward in such moving writing as well. Um, we really appreciate you sharing that with us. Yes. Um, so now, uh, Wanda, would you like to read your second piece now or did we want to hear the second piece from Carmel first? I like I like listening to Carmel. She's really cool. Who are you? So Carmel, if you want to read your second piece, yeah. go right ahead. Uh, this is a piece that I wrote last year. Nobody heard of it yet, and the only one that I read it to was my teacher Evelyn. So it's called Shipwreck. The year was 1600 when stalwart ships sailed the seven seas. They stood boastfully and tall like no other ship. They would fight to gain liberation in intrinsic use of the sea. One ship in particular, the Ocean Durf, as it was called, was a powerful, mighty ship that consensus anything in its way. Other ships were appalled of this ship with its flag flying boastfully in the wind. For you see, this flag was huge and it bared the white skull upon a black background. This mighty ship could be seen from a distance, the velocity of pails and mobs flying in the air or brooms moving with ferment and that mighty will that controlled the ship's way of life was occupied by bagatelles. Many ships tried to gain control of this mighty ship, but when the breech loaders were ejected, you could see in, di in distance how powerful the ship was. With the blast of the breech loader, the other ships would vanish with just a flicker of one eye. People were even abashed of this mighty ship as it passed by, for you see the ship sailed the mighty ports radically empty, not a living soul not a living soul aboard, sorry, aboard it. It was surely an uncannon sight to see a ship with no one piloting it. For unequivocally, this ship wasn't just a conventional ship, it was a ghost ship. As she sailed into the distance one stormy night with winds blowing and the angry water waves piercing against this ship's darkness became deathly overpowering and the ocean dirt became a passive in time, no longer to sail in the sunset gone but not forgotten, shipwrecked without cause, vanished in the dark gray ocean shipwrecked at last. That's really cool. Oh, Thank you. Awesome. And you can see that uh, Carmel is quite a storyteller uh, and quite an imagination. Thank wow, you so much so for good. sharing that with us, Carmel. Oh, you're welcome. So you were the, we, you've heard it here first. <laughs> I've not heard that story before, Carmel. <laughs> Another one of your powerful pieces of writing. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And Wanda, your, uh, your final selection for us today. Well, I used to uh, go hunting when I was younger and um, I used to go and hunt partridge. So, and it was extra food for us at, at the table. So I called this one a kill. A sound of a whisper past my ear. My hair lifts in the breeze. I wait as bees hums, coil, and a tear flows like a drifter, edging my emotions into a stall, and into quiet I fall. Into dreams I flow, escaping and locking my feelings below, 
silence, for I am now aware I bow to the quiet thought that life is sweet, focused on the point so deep into skills taught, and I'm caught in the kill. One only, then another. My brother, you have fled your life. Thank you Very so nice. much, Wanda. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know how you guys do this. Like, I can't do that. There's no way. Like, like seriously, very, very impressed. That's, uh, wow, really good job, guys. Thank you. I hear it in my mind. So when I hear it, I have to mark it down, write it down, or I'll forget it. So mostly it comes from my head. So there yeah. is definitely no shortage of talent here um, with these two lovely guests. And uh, as Nida had said, um, the 10th anniversary online uh, magazine actually features 12 learners. That's correct? That's correct. Yes. Okay. So Nida, how can people meet, read more of the fine works that are produced by our talented learners here? Yeah, well, uh, there, uh, we have this online magazine uh, that's easy to access by anyone. Actually, if you even went into your browser, and I've done this, and wrote uh, issue, I-S-S-U-U, and Warren Butler, it will come up. <laughs> if you put in G-L-A, if you write in issue, I-S-U-U, uh, uh, G-L-A, it'll come up. So it's very easy, easy to find, and it just pops right up on the screen. And what's really nice about, there's lots of nice features about that magazine, but it'll give you a little bit more insight into, um, you know, everybody has a biography. All the writers have their biography uh, in there, as well as their wonderful pieces of writing. So it'll tell you a little bit more about Wanda and a little bit more about uh, Carmel and the backgrounds that they are speaking from. Um, so that's kind of cool as well. So that's where you can find the magazine. But you, uh, but I was also wanting to say about if you want to take more uh, courses, or if you want to hear more poetry, actually, if you want to hear more poetry, the best thing you can do is to join our classes. Um, and uh, that, that experience of being in the creative writing class is not only about getting your writing heard, but it is about listening to others as well. It is an experience that so many many of the other learners have commented on uh, listening to what other people have heard. So if you want to listen to more creative writing, then take one of our courses. Yeah. And it's never disappointing. <laughs> well, agree, Wanda and Carmel. <laughs> well, thank you to all three of you for being here. And a quick shout out to uh, Evelyn as well for uh, helping, um, helping out at Cambrian and getting us set up and uh, for assisting Carmel uh, in getting us online today. So uh, to look for the uh, 10th anniversary creative writing collection from Good Learning Anywhere, you're going to go to issuu.com and you can search within the website for Good Learning Anywhere or you can uh, Google search issuu.com slash Anywhere. And you should actually be able to find that collection. It is readable online, which is amazing. And I'm looking at the cover art right now, uh, which you did a fabulous job on, Warren. Um, and for more information about our creative writing classes and when those are running next term, as well as all the rest of our classes at Good Learning Anywhere, you can go to goodlearninganywhere.com. Or if you want to inquire about those without having to look through the website, you can email our info line 
info at shlc.ca. If you have any questions or want to follow up on anything about this podcast, you can email me, diane at shlc.ca. That's D-I-A-N-E at shlc.ca. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Warren, any final thoughts? Yeah, I just wanted to say great job, guys. Um, thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. I know it's it's not easy to to come on a podcast and just kind of have a casual conversation, answer some questions and, and share some stories. We, we've invited a lot of other people that were just too nervous and it was, wasn't, you know, wasn't very comfortable for them. So um, I hope you guys had a really good experience today. Um, we certainly appreciate your time. Um, wish you guys all the best. If we don't talk to you before the holidays, um, have a great break and, uh, and we'll, we'll keep in touch for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, uh, Warren and I. Um, more importantly, I want to say thank you to Carmel and uh, Wanda. It's always great to hear your writing. And I'm so glad that you committed to doing this. Thank you. And you did a great job. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So if you're interested in exploring other aspects of creativity besides just creative writing, we do have a wonderful opportunity for you coming up as well. Good Learning Anywhere is going to be hosting their sharing circle on January 17th, 2022. So that's pretty much right after we open up after the Christmas break again. We're going to be featuring uh, a wonderful guest, um, Angela Benedict from Thunder Bay, Ontario, who is going to be graciously leading us through a paint lesson. Uh, she is going to be teaching us a dot painting technique that is going to be reminiscent of indigenous beading styles. And uh, we are very, very much looking forward to that. Uh, if you would like to sign up, there is no registration necessary. You can just follow us on Facebook and watch out for that uh, sharing circle link. That is facebook.com slash good learning anywhere for anybody who uh, wants to follow us and keep an eye out for that. And you can also email us for information on what supplies you would need if you would like to participate in that. Again, you can uh, email for me for that information, D-I-A-N-E at S-H-L-C dot C-A. So we really, really hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday season. Happy New Year if we don't see you before then. And uh, stay safe out there, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>